Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. What do people do that actually do lose weight? What are those success stories? You know, you see them on TV shows, but then you don't get to really hear what did they do? Did they count their calories? Did they write their food down? Did they exercise every single day? Did they take up running? What did they do? We're talking about all of those kinds of challenges that you see out there and weight loss programs. And what is it that really works for the people that have achieved success? My guest is Dr. Brian Parr. He's associate professor of exercise and sports science at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. So Dr. Parr, what do people do that are successful? What are some of the things that you've seen consistently along the lines that seem to work for people? that that would say that that's a great tip. Yeah, so what I've learned is that that people who are successful with losing weight and, and improving their, their activity and, and diet and, and kind of improving their health um, do a lot of different things. Um, you know, so, for example, for weight loss, there are some people that focus on the diet more than the exercise. There are some people that focus more on the exercise and not so much on the diet. And there are some people that are very, very diligent about both. Um, but what, it, what they have in common is that everybody who's successful changes something. So this idea that you can lose weight and not have to exercise and not have to change the way you eat really does seem to be a myth because the people who do lose weight um, change something. Um, and it just varies by individual what they do. Okay, so, I, and certainly we understand it does vary by individuals, but yeah. what are some of the things you've been hearing from people? What are some yeah. statements, comments, tips that they've said, you know what, I am telling you right now that if you don't write your food down, you're just not going to be successful. What are you hearing? Um, I, I think the biggest thing is that people focus on eating less and focusing, I see a lot of people saying that they're, they're focusing on eating real food. So they're getting away from processed food. They're getting away from fast food and restaurant food. And they're doing more cooking. They're eating more fruits and vegetables and eating more food. I see that more than I see people counting calories. And I think that that reflects a shift that, that I see kind of in general nutrition goals now. It's gotten away from the numbers and more into the what are you eating. And I think the people who are losing weight are finding that too. Um, there are people who, who, um, who do count calories, and there are people who count grams of fat, but, but I, I'm seeing kind of a shift away from that in, in recent programs. Um, another thing that I find is that people keep track, um, and there's all manner of ways of keeping track. People write it down in a, in a food journal. People keep it on, on an app on their, their mobile device, but people are keeping track of what they're eating and keeping track of, of how they're doing so they can kind of see what works and what doesn't work, and I think that's really important. And what about exercise? Where does that fit in into that success picture? It, it is essential in nearly everyone, um, for example, in a program um, that I'm involved with, has changed their activity in some way to do more. Um, some of them have gone as far as training to run a half marathon um, as, they're, as they're losing weight. Um, others, for others, it's dedicating 30 minutes a day to go for a walk. And that might not sound like a lot, but for someone who is previously largely inactive, that 30 minutes a day to go for a walk every day is a big step in the right direction for them. So nearly everyone increases their activity. Some people use activity trackers to monitor that and use it for motivation. 
um, and use it to kind of compare with other people to see how they're doing. Um, but there are many people who, who kind of take the low-tech route um, and just kind of uh, keep track of that exercise on their own without using sort of the high-tech kind of way of doing it. I think that's true, and and I think that with all the different ways out there now, there's so many programs out there, and some programs will tell you to do one thing, and some programs will absolutely tell you to do another. Are there some that you would say, Dr. Parr, are tried and true across the board? I think that there are general ideas that are tried and true across the board. You know, the eat less, move more approach to losing weight is, is really what it's all about. The way you do that, though, can vary. And I, I think the good news is with so many different options that people have a lot of different things to choose from to help them. And I think it's up to each individual to find the thing that's going to work. Um, you know, I, I know for me personally, if you told me that I had to keep track of everything I eat and all the activity I do in a journal, I, I would, I'd be out. I'd say, no, thank you. That would not work for me. But there are lots of other things that do, and there are some people that that works really well for them. Um, and especially with all the, the devices and apps, there is something out there that people who want to use um, a, a tool like that to help them, they'll be able to find something that works for them. It might be a little trial and error, um, but it, it certainly those things are there, and, and people can find one that works for them. The good news is, is they're all pretty good. So you're not a journaler. You, you, you'd be out at that point. <laughs> oh, now- my gosh, no. That would, that would be the end of me. Um, See, I, I, I that's would, what worked for me. When I was in Weight yeah. Watchers, when I was losing weight after my first or second child, that is what worked for me to really get it off and keep it off. And just yeah. because of the accountability factor. For me, yeah. I needed the accountability and I needed to be able to look in the mirror. And I don't know what you think about this, but to me, looking in the mirror and reading what I ate that day to only myself Mm-hmm. And I was being accountable to nobody but myself. Yeah, is very well, difficult. It's really hard is, to look at yourself and tell you what you it, eat, what you ate that it, day. It absolutely is, and and I think that's a perfect example of finding something that worked for you. And there may be lots of other people who hear that and think, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to try that," and that is going to be the thing that tells me. And I I believe that 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 will happen. Um, but the idea is that you 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 pick the thing and you find the thing that is going to work for you. And, and the, the good news is there are so many different ways to do it nowadays. There's so many different ways to eat, so many diets that people can follow. Some people follow specific diets. The paleo diet is really popular now. Um, a lot of people just just don't follow any, any particular diet, but just eat less. And, and, and what I see with all these options, and I know they can be confusing because there's so many choices out there, but what I see is there are a lot of ways to do it, and there's more ways that people can kind of pick through and find the thing that's going to work for them because that's what it's all about. What about the weighing yourself? You know, there's a new study that shows that I think Dr. John Higgins did this with us uh, that shows if you the people that stopped weighing themselves and only worried about how their clothes fit or whatever tended to ease back up on the weight and gain more weight, but the people that were weighing themselves on a weekly basis or a biweekly basis were keeping better track and keeping their weight down. I, I agree with that completely. I think what weighing yourself regularly, whether that's every day or every week or once a month does, is it prevents a 10-pound surprise. It, you see two pounds or three pounds or four pounds creeping up. 
Um, but if you don't do that, all of a sudden you think, oh my gosh, what's happened? Where did those 10 pounds come from? So I am absolutely in favor of people doing that. I think um, one of the things that people notice first when they lose weight is that their clothes fit differently. Um, but I don't think that's probably the best way to keep track of, of your weight. I think stepping on a scale with some regularity, and, and that's going to mean different things to different people, um, but it gives you that that accountability, like you said, and it really prevents a 10-pound surprise from sneaking up on you. It does. And as a woman, Dr. Parr, and women listening, we all know, you know, jeans now come with a little stretch to them. The old-fashioned denim jeans do not stretch. So as you're gaining weight rather than losing, you feel the tightness in the waist, and it's really uncomfortable. But if you step on the scale and go, whoa, you know, that was five pounds, that is a big shocker to the system. So these are all ways to be accountable. These are successful things that people that have kept it off have found that work. Dr. Parr said that weighing in, whatever that means to you, however often you need to do it, avoids that 10-pound surprise. I like the journaling thing. I mm-hmm. think that's great. We all agree that exercise is an inv- you know, invaluable tool. You must have exercise to go along with weight loss. You know, And that eating less and exercising more, well, try and eat healthier. Look at your plate. Make sure it's got a lot of colors and a lot of fiber and include all the food groups. These are the real tried and true ways that people will lose weight. You're listening to Radio MD. The show is Train Your Body. Stay well.